Welcome to Mindful Creatives, the podcast. Creatives in particular, mm. but also corporates mm. who sit down a lot, a lot of them suffer from upper cross syndrome. Right. Your low traps yeah. and the muscles that wrap around your ribs mm. are weak. And then your, your neck muscles that mm. keep you upright yeah. are overactive. Right. So basically what you need to do... I'm your host, Kim Tran Flores. When life seems to go too fast and your thoughts overwhelm you, Perhaps it's time to slow down by giving your attention to the present moment. We have Jonathan or Jono Guico. Jono is actually my PT and he owns DIY PT. Welcome, Jono. Thank you, Kim. I'm so glad to have you here. Three words to describe you. Yeah. um, Fun, Mm -hmm. crazy and energetic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all of that. I can't even find another word to describe because that does really all encompass you. <laughs> so can you share with the audience a little bit more about what you do and what DIYPT is? Yeah, of course. So DIYPT stands for do-it-yourself personal training. So we came up with that name because it was it's about empowering the people that come into our business, our members, um, even the children that we work with. So, and it's empowering in terms of we give them the tools to get healthier, get fitter, get lose weight, but also with their mindset as well, help mm. them with their mindset, help with stress, sleep. Mm. So it's basically giving them the tools to not just get the results from the um, health and fitness space, but, but also to keep it off long-term. Yeah, and, and to keep practicing it exactly yeah because i know for me my my journey with you definitely started because of weight loss but it's become more than that exactly you know it's more about building strength now and but continuing that practice because i've told you many times before and i've mentioned this is it's helped me work longer in a sense like you know i'm healthy i'm fitter i have more energy yeah is what it's become why fitness what got you started into it well it's Funny story, eh? Because I was never into fitness. <laughs> Growing up, I'm one of five kids mm-hmm. in a Filipino, as you know, yep. being household. yeah, yep. Filipino household. And Filipino food is very unhealthy, as <laughs> yeah. you probably know but as well. So yum. Yeah, of yeah. course. Well, yeah. it's high salt, high sugar, yeah, yeah. high oil, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that everyone wants mm-hmm. in food, right? Yeah. Um, and then high rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And rice is probably the healthiest part. Mm. Because if you think back with Filipino dishes, there's not many vegetable dishes no. like veg like yeah dishes that have vegetables yeah. in it. We don't really have salads. Based. That's right. Yeah, it pork yeah. mainly, um, and you know pork is very fatty. Yeah. So growing up, um, like yeah, we were never well off. Um, obviously, five kids, so mm. you know parents work really hard. My mum had to work two jobs, mm. um, and plus go to university right. because. So we were born in Philippines mm. um, and then when we migrated to, to Australia, my mum, like she had a university degree in Philippines. Yeah. But it doesn't um, translate. Exactly now. right. Yeah. So she had to do the bridging course um, mm. in Australia in accounting. Mm. So she was working two jobs plus university. And then the kids to, too. Yes, yeah. to make ends meet. Yeah. Basically our food was, was really just like fast food, junk yeah. food, Simplified quick food. food. Yeah. yeah. Two minute noodles was our yeah. life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so basically I grew up um, eating like 
really bad food. Mm. Like I was, I was never fat. Yeah. But I was I was chubby. And if we're gonna use uh, Trin's terminology, because she's gonna be listening to uh, this, okay, right? it, it, it's not bad food, but it, you're eating what we call sometimes food. Yes, right, rather than everyday food. That's correct. Yeah. A lot of sometimes food. Yeah. Yes. So, growing up, um, it was really just to survive, just to mm. to eat to survive. Mm. And so, because of the a lot of sometimes food. I wasn't very athletic. Mm. I was um, I was skinny, but when I played sport, mm. uh, Filipino basketball was yeah. the big one. Yeah. Um, I got pushed around a lot, and I was you know always huffing and puffing, so I wasn't very mm. athletic. So f- fitness wasn't really on the radar. Yeah. It was really until. Uh, as you as you become a teenager, you obviously want to look good, feel mm. good, helps you increase confidence. So going to the gym was was the big thing. Mm. So when I got into university, that's when I started to uh, look into getting a gym membership because that's yeah. when uh, people were like, yeah, let's let's you know get into the weights to look mm. good. So that's where it all started, and then. Basically, I, I got addicted because I started to see good results. Yeah. And you felt better about yourself. And obviously, that's yeah. right. Um, and it really increased the confidence. Mm-hmm. So that's how it all really started getting into the fitness space. Yeah. And, and it's funny that you, you mentioned that you started gym because you were lanky in, in a sense, like growing up and you wanted to feel good. Was there something that kind of triggered that for you to be like, you know what, I need to bulk up a little bit? Yeah, so I grew up, well, we went to a all-boys school, Patrician mm. Brothers, actually, yeah, just, just around the, the corner. Yeah. yeah, Patrician Brothers Fairfield. And we had a really rough year. Yeah. Um, think about back in the 90s, mm. like, yeah, growing mm. up in Cabramatta, yeah. um, it was really, really rough. Mm. And we had a year where, like, every lunchtime was a fight. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone had their clique, had their group. You just had to look at someone wrong. That's right. Yeah. So think about a a tall, lanky, skinny kid who, you know, was quiet, very quiet. Like once again, Asian background, Mm. always just wanted to be in the background and and, and not be in the forefront of things, just just shy away from things. So I was picked on. Yeah. Um, Just easy target. Bullying. And and these were my friends, like so-called friends. Mm. And like they didn't mean anything by it, but it's just the way we were back then. It was yeah. just just rough. Just people yeah. just want, you know, they, everyone wanted to be the alpha male and, and um, pick on the, the skinny kids. So yeah. that was me, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. It, drew, it drew you into fitness, which then developed into DIY PT, right? That's right. And, and when I first met you, so we, we met at a, a networking event and the one thing that really captured me and my attention to your business was your, uh, what we call your mantra or your, 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 your statement or your value statement. Yeah. All right. can, you, can you share with the audience what that is? Empowering our generation to save the next generation. Yeah. 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 So we're big on helping our kids because mm. as Michael Jackson says, children are our future. Yeah. And it's, oh, like I say what I went through as a child, but look at the kids these days. Mm. I can't imagine going through what they're going through. Yeah. And it's I love it that for you though, right, to, 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 to help the children, it's about helping us first, yeah. helping ourselves and well, demonstrating that's right. that. Well, that's right. Yeah, so... It's about, yeah, empowering yourself 
because the kids look up to you. Mm. Um, so whatever I do, like even when I'm outside doing my, my weight sessions, the kid, the boys always want to play around with, with, the, with the bars yeah. um, because and they always want to do yeah. what you guys are doing. Yeah. And while they might not do it fully, they're seeing yeah. it. Yeah, and that's right. And they're seeing right. what you're doing and it's, it's building into their subconscious yeah. too. Yeah. I do PT with you and in the morning, I'm there at like seven o'clock, right? <laughs> you said to me, actually, you, you said, wow, I just had a sleep in this morning. And I'm thinking, it is seven o'clock in the morning. How is that a sleep? Like, what is your sleep? And you're like, oh, I usually get up about what? Like four o'clock. Four o'clock, right? And it was, you got up at 6.30 that day. Yeah. And I asked you, I was like, <laughs> you must be a, like a great morning person. You actually said to me, I'm not a yeah. morning person. I just learned. Yeah, exactly right. To do that. That's right. Over time because of becoming a PT. Yeah. What's your ritual in the morning when you wake up, when the house is quiet and the kids are still asleep. Yeah. Trin's like, Trin Trin is still asleep and you've got the place to yourself. Yeah. What are you doing? You said it. How good is that, right? Mm -hmm. When you got the place to yourself. So that's where I make the most of it. So I wake up at 4 4 a.m. I start with two glasses of water Mm. because as you know, um, eight hours or seven hours sleep, we get quite dehydrated Mm -hmm. and people don't realize that our energy gets sapped when you're dehydrated. So I start with two glasses of water and with that, I have my vitamins, which is Mm. usually magnesium, fish oil and some other things. And then I I pray. Mm. So I'm Christian. um, And so I do, I read the Bible and I pray for half an hour, it just helps me get grounded. Yeah, get yeah. grounded. Be thankful. Mm. Um, being grateful is is a great way to be grounded um, and humble as well. Yeah. So it's a great way to start the day. And then I meditate mm. because, as like I said, I'm very crazy, very energetic. So my mind's always racing. Yeah. Um, so like having mindful meditation just mm. really helps me s- just stay grounded yeah. and helps me start the day. Yeah. And, and you work out too? Like f- for yourself? Yeah, yeah, but I work out more mid-morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that leads me to <clears throat> movement. You you preach about how important movement is for everybody. Right? Yeah. For most of us <clears throat> who are sitting at a desk all day, even as a creative, right? I'm not up and walking around most of the time. I'm sitting at my, my desk. Yeah. Why is movement important for us? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, for one, our bodies were made to move, mm. right? When back in many moons ago, there was no tables and chairs, yeah. you, you know, you, no computer. Um, you had to obviously fight for your food. You had to mm. hunt for your food, gather. Yeah. And movement was, is, is all you had. Like there was no cars. So you had to um, uh, travel by, by foot. Yeah, by foot. Yeah. So... It's so important nowadays that we move because that's what our bodies are made for. Mm. And and it helps us with our thinking. Um, because with our mind. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously it increases your blood flow, blood flow from your head to, uh, from your toe to your mm. head. And you're sitting there the whole time. Mm. Right? We're not moving around. We're not functioning. And then I get a creative block. Mm. And sitting there does not help it. Like that's right. Like brain out. Getting up and walking around. Oh, big time. Yeah. I, I get made fun of because <laughs> I used to work in a corporate and in office. Mm. And for me to like to get my creative juices going, yeah. I pace. Yeah. So they call me the pacer. That's so I'm like, oh, John is pacing now. He's yeah. thinking, he's getting his creative juices going. <laughs> yeah. See, who's laughing, right? Exactly. It was helping you and it was working for you. Big time. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's why, yeah. 
every I'm very conscious um, to yeah just stay moving like I can't sit still I'm always one of those ones that mm. yeah keep moving people who fidget like people make fun yeah. of people who fidget and obviously yeah. there, there, there are um, medical reasons why certain people fidget and stuff but for me it with the movement in my body helps me think yeah you know like when you're in the shower sometimes and you're doing you're going through ritual yeah. and you're moving around that's when ideas hit you because mm. you're taken away from that environment where you're you're forced to mm. develop an idea mm. Exactly. And the other one from a trainer's point of view mm. is it increases what we call NEAT, which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Right. Ooh, I yeah. got it right. <laughs> yeah. So basically like walking, doing your chores, yeah. like movement, like you said, fidgeting, yeah. like moving your leg, mm. it all adds up to burning calories yeah. to, to your fitness goal. Mm. Um, and people don't think about that. People just think, oh, I do that like one hour mm. in the gym is how I get my result. No. But you actually, if you do more neat, more this fidgeting and stuff, yeah. it all helps you in the long run because you have so many more chances, 24 mm. hours in a day to fidget, to walk around and it all adds up with your um, calorie burning, with yeah. with yeah, with your fitness goal. Because what, what is it? Um, how many steps... Are we yeah. supposed to be doing about a day? Like between 8,000 to 10,000 is optimum. It's like, you know. Yeah. But so what, what is it? How many, how, what are office workers and people who sit at a desk all day? What, what's their, I know the answer to this because I, I track my steps. But oh. What are people doing? They're about. Mate, 3,000, 5,000. Yeah. Which is not very much. No. The, the, the longest they do is to walk to the toilet or, yeah. or get their lunch. Yeah. And then they walk back and they sit down. And it's even scarier, people working from home, right? Mm, yeah. If you're not conscious of going out for a walk yeah. um, for your calls and so on. And you work you, longer hours. That's right. Yeah. You sit more yeah. at your desk. I, I think the lowest I tracked once and it was like, by the time I had finished and got <sighs> off my desk was like 2,000 steps. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Mm. And I just felt the energy in my body. Mm was so drained, mm. even though I hadn't moved that much. Yeah, Compared to when I'm, I'm up walking around the house and, you know, doing this exactly and that, right. it, it, it energises me more. That's it. Preach it, girl. That's <laughs> right. Preach it. Because, <laughs> I've been taught by the best. Ah, thank you. Because this is the other thing, and which leads me to one of the posts that you had. Creatives in particular, mm. but also corporates mm. who sit down a lot and creatives, like yeah. you're hunched over. Yeah. A lot of them suffer from upper cross syndrome. Right. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. No, no. But basically it's the muscles in your upper part, mm. so here, so your neck flexors. Yeah. And then your um, your lower traps yeah. and the muscles that wrap around your ribs mm. are weak. Because you're just here. Like. This is why I can't do a, a pull-up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling with pull-ups. Yeah. Not quite, yeah. but part of the reason. So those muscles are weak, mm. but then on the opposite, the cross opposite, your chest muscles and then your, your neck muscles that mm. keep you upright yeah. are overactive. Right. So basically what you need to do is stretch those muscles, yeah. those, the, the ones that are overactive, your chest. Yeah. We always do yeah. um, chest stretch and and neck muscle stretch, yeah. and then work out those back muscles. Mm. So that's why your post with the seated row yeah. is like you said, 
as a creative, you need to do more of the pulling exercises yeah. because you're always hunched over. Yeah. So those back muscles are weak mm. and your chest muscles get the brunt. They get the, they work out right. yeah, <laughs> basically. I, I do feel like when I'm, I've worked out, I can work longer hours without feeling that strain so much yeah. that I used to. And yeah. the RSI, it, it has helped with that. Oh, I used tell to me about really it. bad RSI. Tell me about it. And you know so many creatives, right? Yeah. A lot of our members yeah. are creatives. They suffer with RSI, mm. uh, bursitis, uh, up cross syndrome. Yeah. And, and they come to us because to, to help them out with, with, yeah, yeah, with these injuries, yeah. but also to. And it's like, like I, I would be at a site sometimes and I'd work like, I don't know, six, eight hours straight engraving or calligraphy or whatever it is. Yeah. And people are like, how do you do that? Like, doesn't it hurt you? But. I've been able to train my body yeah. over time to be able to deal with that long term. Yeah. Like rather than having to, to take a break every hour, like I used to before. Like yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be able to work long hours like that. But after working at my body and movement. Yeah. It's, it, it's funny when I tell people, I'm like, I take, I do workouts, help me work out longer. And they're like, oh. yeah. Wow. Oh. Makes sense. Oh. Right? Yeah, goosebumps just <laughs> thinking about that. Uh, exactly right. Yeah. And that's why I said, that's why we call DYPT because it's about empowering members like yourself mm. and seeing that it's not just about losing weight. Yeah. It's more than that. It's, it's knock on effect in everything you do. Yeah. Can you share with us, right? Not just creative, but those who, who work long hours at their desk, what are simple things that they can do to add more movement into their day? Be conscious like I put an alarm, mm. but well, I schedule everything. Mm. So in my calendar, it looks like I'm busy, but really. <laughs> just like, taking time out for yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I even schedule, you know, um, drink water or yeah, yeah. take vitamins. Yeah. Um, so I usually do everything on the hour. Mm. So before I, I start something, I move. So, yeah. and I like to go outside mm. in the sun and, and just walk. Yeah. Um, so I, I suggest for people to start your hour mm. with a stretch. I'm talking about five minutes, two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah, two minute movement. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and exactly. Like if you drink coffee or tea mm. when you're waiting for the kettle to boil, rather than going on your phone. Yeah. Why don't you do a stretch yeah. or, or some, some squats? squats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's right. Do some, and like I said, any mm. movement is good movement. Yeah. Anything is better than nothing. Yeah. So that's what I suggest. And, and the big one I suggest is take some mental breaks. I call them mental holidays. Yeah. And I take them every day. Yeah, yeah. So many holidays. <laughs> and what are these mental holidays that you're, you're taking? Yeah. So basically um, when when, you know, having a shower, mm. uh, taking the lo- load of washing out, driving. Yeah. I don't listen to anything. Mm. A lot of people, you know, listen to podcasts and yeah. I do sometimes, but yeah. um, when it's a small break, mm. I, I try not to because I use that as a mental holiday. You like that silence. That's right. That peace and quiet. I actually don't even work out with music anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's my mental break. Please don't make us do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. So, so that's why um, I suggest, yeah, as much as you can, don't use your phone. Mm. Have these mental breaks. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be long, right? No. Like, and it doesn't have to be big ones. Like how long do you work out for, Jono? Yeah. Like half uh, an hour, whatever? An hour. I usually yeah, an hour. Right, but we're not asking people to take an hour of silence. It's starting well, right. small. Exactly. It's like your movements, right? two minutes a day, every mm. day. And then you're like, you know what? Two minutes is not enough anymore. Yeah. I need five minutes. And from there, building on yeah. that slowly. 
and taking yeah. everything small. It's a big one for our kids that I t- get them to do because, you know, they're addicted to devices. Mm. So <laughs> our kids, but most kids, all kids actually, and even adults, mm. just don't get bored enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Remember back in the day when we didn't have YouTube, internet, yeah. like – I remember when I had school holidays, I had to make up games. Yeah, yeah. And and imagine I was like a street fighter. Like yeah. a, actually a a mom I used to be a superhero. I made yeah. a superhero. I actually made Black Panther. So I'm gonna take that. <laughs> trademark. I should have trademarked yeah. Black Panther. But anyway. Yeah. So um yeah, so I would fight myself and 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 I find these days like they just don't get bored enough for them to use their creative brain, right? We also have to teach them how to to use their minds because I've seen parents where they're like, okay, no screen time, go and do your thing. And I'm like, they they don't understand that. Like give them some ideas. Well, that's right. And that that helps you because it makes you stop and think and say, well, what can I do to to, to join them maybe? Or, you know, coming up with ideas to help them. But yeah. It's great. Spot on. So uh, one exercise that you can uh, leave our guests with and get them to start doing, say, from from today or after this, listening to this episode. Yeah. I always use this one because I find it very useful because all you need is your chair. Mm. Um, and it's, like I said, once again, for creatives, very good one, and, and people who are in front of a desk. It's a next stretch where you want to put one hand under the chair, we can't mm-hmm. on this one, yeah. but you can put it under your bum and you just lean to the one side. So we're leaning to the opposite yes, side. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So the, the goal is to keep that shoulder down and yeah. both shoulders down and just leaning to the opposite side and you find that the gravity will take you to one side and stretch that other side mm. and, and you can close I like to close my eyes and and just focus on a deep breath in take your mental and holiday. out yeah. yeah and you find that um you're just more relaxed mm. because when we stress mm. the tension the tension is in your neck right yeah yeah and and you know when someone's stressed when they breathe like this <gasps> yeah <laughs> they breathe here yeah they're actually you're yeah. supposed to breathe through your diaphragm yeah, through your yeah. stomach right um, but I'll, I find myself like, do that. So this is a good stretch. Um, even if you just do it 30 seconds each mm. side, you find immediate yeah. gratification from just doing that. It's amazing. And I, I do do that too. So thank you for that. Ah, oh, anytime. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, Donna. anytime, Kim. Love chatting with you. Always. Oh, no, yeah. thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. me. No worries. Don't forget to subscribe to Mindful Creatives, the podcast. For more real-world advice from my guests on how to apply mindfulness to inspire creativity and improve all areas of your life.